Welcome to Heads Up on Money, the heads up you need to make better financial choices. This is Heads Up on Money. Today we're talking about salary sacrifice. Hi guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. Before we start on today's content of salary sacrifice, I promise I'll make it fun, I'll make it enjoyable. What I wanted to do first of all was just have a very quick call out to say if you are enjoying the podcast, please do leave me a rating on your favourite podcast consuming vehicle. Whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts or Another please do leave a rating, it really helps to get the podcast up the charts and spread the word to more people. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts in particular, leave me a review. It would mean so much to me to know that you're getting value from the podcast. I've got one review I'm going to read out. So this individual, IHR19, sorry, I don't have your full name. Um, This podcast has introduced me to so much about finance that I didn't realise I didn't know. I'm learning that I can easily build towards a better financial future with the money I have and there are just more options than I realise to take with my finances. But it's all about having a plan early and slowly building towards it. I feel more empowered to take control of my financial future. So thank you, heads up. That is so nice to hear. Thank you so much for taking the time to leave a review. And I am delighted that you're getting some value from the podcast. And this is what it's all about. I'm a very strong believer that you can manage your money yourself if you've got the dedication. And by sharing a few of the fundamentals on the podcast, this will hopefully really instill some great practices, some great behaviours, and how you can ultimately transform yourself from a money novice to a money nerd. So coming up today, we're talking about a delightful topic of salary sacrifice. I'm going to distill what salary sacrifice is, a bit of the stigma around it, and ultimately explain why it is a really great thing to have in your armoury. And if your employer does offer salary sacrifice, it is something you should more than likely be taking advantage of. Now, in the context of how we're going to look at this today, normally salary sacrifice goes hand in hand with your pensions, your workplace pension that your employer has set up for you. And the definition I'm going to read out is... What is salary sacrifice? It's a contractual arrangement where employees will reduce their earnings by an amount equal to their pension contributions. Yuck, what the hell does that mean? Uh, okay, so we're going we're gonna to break this down into a, a lot more manageable chunks and understand ultimately what does it mean for you. Because on the face of it, what we're saying here is you are forgoing some of the salary that your employer pays you. And why on earth would you want to do that, I hear you ask? Why would you elect to take a lower salary? Why would you give away some of your salary each month? What is the benefit? And ultimately, it's in the maths in the background. And salary sacrifice basically means you can get more into your pension at a lesser cost to you, which is a good thing because it means you're getting more into the future retirement pot you're benefiting from investment compounding and all the great things that happen in your pension throughout your working life. And you don't have to pay quite so much to get it into the pension today. And that's what salary sacrifice ultimately is. So just going back, take a step back here, the fundamentals, you get a gross pay every month. Let's say that is £2,000 gross. 
that gets stated in your payslip and before you can actually take home your net pay there are a variety of transactions that occur in the middle stages. Typically these will be income tax, you'll pay national insurance and then typically you will also make a pension contribution to your workplace pension scheme. So when you join a new employer um, unless you earn very small amounts and you're not caught by the auto-enrollment rules, you will be enrolled into a workplace pension scheme. Your employer is legally obliged to put you into a pension scheme. Now, each month via your payroll, you will pay in a certain amount to your pension depending on what the individual circumstances are that set up between you and your employer. Some employers will be more generous than others. They'll offer greater contributions in the form of employer contributions. But it's very common that you will have to also foot the bill. You will also have to have an interest in your pension and you too will be contributing every month through the payroll, through your payslip. There'll be a little bit going away into the future pot, into your long-term savings pot that is your pension. So let's assume this is the baseline from where we're starting. You have a workplace pension and every month you pay a regular amount as an employee and your employer will also pay into your pension. And the idea is that over time these contributions will build up in a decent pension fund as long as you're invested in a good fund within the pension itself and you're invested in the companies of the world that will grow and accumulate over long periods of time. The idea is you will have a lovely pension, a lovely retirement pot, whatever retirement means to you in your own circumstances. You will have a pot of money that you can then draw upon when you're no longer earning so much and you don't have as much immediate financial flexibility. So that's what a pension effectively is. But what does salary sacrifice have to do with that and why is it good for you? So let's look at this as from the perspective of the employee. Your employer says to you, we run an internal salary sacrifice regime. And what it effectively means is that you elect to sacrifice an amount of your salary and that amount that you have sacrificed does not get put in the bin, does not go down the drain. Instead, that sacrificed amount goes into your pension. Now, bear with me, there's some intricacies in how this is set up. So the sacrificed amount is paid straight into your pension as an additional employer pension contribution. And this is a critical aspect under salary sacrifice, is that technically you are no longer paying any employee contributions to your pension. Instead, it is your employer that is footing the entire bill. So you have sacrificed an element of your salary and in return your employer keeps that amount that they would have otherwise paid you and they direct that into your pension as an additional employer contribution. Have I lost you yet? Please bear with me, you'll start to see where this all makes sense and why it's a great thing. So because you have now sacrificed some of your salary, you are in effect earning less. And that sounds absurd. But there is a reason why you would want to do this. So let's let's crunch some numbers. If you have a salary of £30,000, say, and you elect to sacrifice, let's say, 10% of your salary, which is a fairly aggressive amount, um, depending on your stage of your life cycle, you may want to be in contributing more or less than that. But basically, you've elected to sacrifice 10% of your salary now. And in return, that 10% goes over as an employer contribution into your pension. Now, because you're now earning less, so your salary is reduced from 30,000, take away the 10% of 3,000, you're now earning 27,000 pounds. And that is what your salary effectively is now. 
you're not earning 30,000 as a salary, you're earning 27,000. So why would you want to do that? That sounds pretty crazy that you would elect to reduce your headline salary. Why would you want your employer to pay you less? Well, the reason is because your gross pay is now lower. It's now £27,000 in our example. You resultantly will pay less income tax and less in your national insurance contributions because you now earn a lesser amount. That makes sense. And your employer will also benefit because they pay you less now and they too will be paying employers' national insurance contributions And because you're now on a lower salary, they are also saving in their employer's national insurance contribution. So it's a win for you because you're paying less in tax and national insurance or NI. And it's also a win for your employer. And some employers who are super generous and really invest in their staff and they invest in their staff's pensions, they will pass the saving that they make in employer's national insurance and give this back to you in the form of another pension contribution. So they're making a payroll saving that they wouldn't have otherwise made. And by you electing to salary sacrifice, you've made that saving for them. You've done the heavy lifting. And if it's a good employer, they should be passing all of that saving back to you in the form of a higher pension contribution. Now, the other thing with salary sacrifice is you have discretion as to how much you wish to sacrifice. And you can look at this two ways. You can look at it from the perspective of using it to aggressively fund your pension at a lower cost to you. So in this way, you take a slight hit to your take-home pay, but you'll get more bang for your buck in terms of what goes into your pension. But you can also look at it from the perspective of if you're not aggressively funding pensions at the moment, if that's not your priority, then you can still get more into your pension via salary sacrifice without affecting your take-home pay. So if you sacrifice a fairly small amount, you won't have any impact to your take-home pay, and you'll also get more into your pension. Yes, your gross pay will be affected, but the net take-home pay in your payslip that goes into your bank account every month will not be affected. And that's incredibly powerful. You're getting more into your pension with no actual disadvantage to you. And if you're being the more savvy individual, if you're a money nerd really planning for your future, really making the most of investment compounding, investing in long-term equities via your pension, then you can be a bit more aggressive, take a bigger hit to your take-home pay, and you'll get so much more into your pension as a result. So if this is all getting a bit too confusing, let's bring it to life with a proper example. So our individual is earning £30,000. Now let's assume he or she is a member of her workplace or his workplace pension scheme and at the moment they are set up on a contribution basis whereby they're basically doing the minimum that's required under the auto-enrolment legislation. So auto-enrolment was brought in by the government to try and encourage people to save for their futures and they no longer have discretion about the minimum they can pay into their pension. They have to go with the regulated set minimum levels which at the moment are 5% for employees and 3% for employers. Now, you may have a different setup with your employer. This is just on a very basic example just to bring salary sacrifice to life. So at the moment, you're paying in 5% each month and your employer is paying in 3%. Now, let's assume that the savings that the employer makes in their own national insurance contributions, if you go down the salary sacrifice route, will be passed back to you. So they're being a good employer. They're passing the savings right back to you. This is when it becomes really beneficial and the numbers really do stack up. 
So looking at the example of as things stand, if you have a £30,000 salary, then if you flow through the figures, and I'll include a link in the show notes to a calculator so you can play about with this on your own, then effectively at the end of the day, your take-home pay will be £23,222 and you're getting about £2,400 into your pension at the end of the year. And if we now compare it with an individual who has been very savvy and does salary sacrifice, we can see that there is no effect on their take-home pay, so they also get £23,222 in their bank every year, net take-home pay, but their pension has gone up to £2,908, so that is a £508.24 pence saving in this example. And just to caveat this, the calculator that I'll include a link to in the show notes is based on UK or um, south of the border tax rates in Scotland here. We have got different tax rates slightly because we love to be different. The savings and the principles do apply. It's just really just for illustrative purposes. If you assume that the calculator we're using here is based on the UK tax rates, not the Scottish rates. So in the example here, the individual has worked out via calculator assistance how much they need to sacrifice from their gross salary and in turn that will have no impact on their net take-home pay and they'll get more into their pension. It sounds strange because you're earning less but the maths in the middle, the tax savings you'll make on income tax and national insurance mean that you're going to be better off in the long run. So this is why salary sacrifice is very important. And granted, in this example, a £500 saving over the year, you might be saying, what's the point of it all? But at the end of the day, that is money that's better in your pocket than the government's. And I always go on about investment compounding and how small things today can have a snowball effect and really build up for your future. Well, this is £500 that will be invested more in your pension and that will grow more, it will compound more over time and that will really add up if you're investing in a good high-risk equity fund for the longer term, then this is really, really going to pay dividends. And you can elect to sacrifice more. So you could push the scale more in favour of cutting away some of your short-term income, but the benefits will be magnified and they will exponentially rise when it comes to your pension funding. So very often I might be dealing with people who are towards the end of their careers and they've not given pension funding the attention it needs. And salary sacrifice is a really good way to remedy this because you're getting so much more in terms of your pound for flesh, your bang for your buck, the actual amount that's going into your pension and the cost to you really is not as severe as it would otherwise be. So what this example shows is if you are an individual who just wants to be semi-savvy, let's say, and they want to make the use of salary sacrifice and in doing so they'll get more in their pension with no impact to their take-home pay, or you might be the very savvy individual, the full-blown money nerd, who has elected to take a bit of a hit in terms of their salary today. They're going to be earning less, they're going to be getting less in their payslip every month. But what's going into your pension in the background is really, really going to make a difference. So I'll include a link to that calculator. There are others online, they all do the same thing. Have a run with the numbers in your situation. Put in how much you're paying to your pension at the moment, how much your employer is paying, what your salary is, 
and you can really start to understand how salary sacrifice can make a very big difference when it comes to the long term. So just a recap, what have you done here? You have said to your employer, I'm happy to sacrifice some of my salary today. And in return, you're going to be paying less in income tax and less in national insurance, which is good for your take-home pay. And the saving that you are making by sacrificing your salary doesn't dissolve into thin air. That goes into your employer's contribution. They'll add that to the employer's existing contribution. And this and all the employer's national insurance savings all get put in as one big employer contribution to your pension. And it works out once you've done all the maths in the middle. You make savings, the employer makes savings, and boom, there you go. Your pension has now got more in it at a smaller cost to you. And that is, frankly, magic when it comes to personal finances. You don't get many freebies. Salary sacrifice is one of them. Now, it's all been very pro-salary sacrifice so far, and this is me just caveating that this is not financial advice, and there are disadvantages that you should also be aware of. So what do you need to be mindful of with salary sacrifice? What are the potential repercussions? Now, because you are now accepting a lower take-home pay, often this can affect you if you are remortgaging or mortgaging. And the reason is because a lender will typically see that you have now got a lower salary. So in our example, earlier in the podcast, I said a person on £30,000, let's say they sacrifice 10% of their salary and they're down to 27000 A lender comes along and even though you're technically earning 30000 your contract states 30000 what often happens with employers is they will issue you a new contract once you've elected to salary sacrifice, which will reflect your new gross salary rate, the 27000 You go to a mortgage broker and a lender they will effectively say you are now only earning £27,000. So you are earning less for the purposes of their affordability assessment. So that's something to take into account. Some people, when they're looking to mortgage very soon, elect not to salary sacrifice for that very reason. But again, this is very situation specific and there is no simple one rule fits all as to whether you should or shouldn't salary sacrifice. There are other things to be aware of. Because you're earning a lower salary now, this can sometimes affect some other employer um, or sorry, employee benefits that your employer is offering you. So it can be things like life cover, sometimes by your employer. They'll offer you a multiple of your salary as a life cover if you were to drop dead tomorrow at work. This will now or could be effectively reduced because you're now, let's say it's typically five times your salary. Before, that would have been 5 times 30,000, but now we're on 5 times 27,000. So that is a hit, potentially, as well, to be aware of. And there can be other things. It can also affect, potentially, certain state benefits that you're entitled to, such as statutory maternity pay. That could also be affected. So this is just me saying it's not all rosy. It's great for your pension savings. It's great for saving in your take-home pay. But there are some things around the side that you just need to be mindful of and look into in your own situation as to whether at the moment salary sacrifice is or isn't the right thing to go with. You also need to be mindful of that you cannot push this to the extremes. You can't sacrifice so much of your salary that you are in effect earning less than the minimum wage. That's one of the caveats to this. Let's say if you're later in life and you're soon to be retiring and you say, okay, I can afford to just sacrifice 100% of my salary because I don't need it. Let's get it all into my pension. 
then you can't do that. You can't earn less than the minimum wage. And there are also complications around the annual allowance. It can get quite messy. So if you are in that grey area, you should be seeking financial advice around that. But generally, for the more simple cases, salary sacrifice can be a very powerful tool if it's sensible for you at the moment. Now, the last thing I will say is that, like I said at the start of this podcast episode, often salary sacrifice goes hand in hand with pension contributions, but the principles apply similarly for other employee benefits. Sometimes employers offer sacrifice schemes for things like childcare vouchers or a company car, It works on a similar principle in that you are now earning less, so you're paying less in taxes, as is your employer, so the savings get passed back to you. And that's great, but it's only when you start looking at it through the lens of pensions, that's when salary sacrifice is really popular. And that is why employers offer salary sacrifice so widely now, because they should do, because it's a fantastic benefit for employees. you are now an official money nerd around salary sacrifice so do me a favor next time your employer sends the email round saying we're running the salary sacrifice arrangement again who wants to sign up this year how much do you want to contribute run the figures do your calculations look over the disadvantages that are out there and if they don't apply to you then salary sacrifice is a great way for to save for your future it's a fantastic tool take advantage of it while you can This has been Heads Up on Money. Thanks as always for listening. I hope I've turned a fairly dry topic into something that can be quite powerful and hopefully a bit more fun than you might think it's been. Thanks for listening. I will see you on the next episode. (laughs) 